0: Good morning. We're here, All Access Network Podcast, exclusive interview. Mo Williams, head coach, Salisbury University, just coming off a huge, huge victory. Coach, welcome to the show today. How you doing, man?
1: Brian, man. Thanks for, for having me. I'm I'm humbled. I'm excited to talk to you and, and just very, very appreciative of of the uh the time and, and spotlight you're you're shining on our program, staff and, and players right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Excited. So we had some uh, some some viral content recently, just last week, uh, you guys beat a uh, Division One school. Take us back through that game. Take us back to what that kind of means to the university, uh, and just kind of take us back through how you guys were able to pull that off. Because most people think, and when a non-Division One plays a Division One school, you have no chance to win. You know, so for for you guys, it's kind of like an NCAA tournament type games that you don't get to play in the NCAA tournament against division one. So what did that mean to the program and take us back to that game?
1: Yeah. Well, brief history before I get into that, uh, Brian, it's it's our second time during my tenure of beating division one, uh, our third to my knowledge and it's to my knowledge of beating division one in a row. Um, so, you know, those games for us, we've been very fortunate to come out, you know, come up on top and, just to kind of give you a feel for for my uh, background as well, I, I know what it feels like to be on the other side of that locker room, and then I know as a player and as a coach to be on this side of the locker room and, and to play a school to that, to that level. But, you know, really, Brian, man, what we tried to do is, and I'm not just giving you a coachy answer here, is we just tried to have good habits. You know, we were coming off a really tough loss on Wednesday against a very good Johns Hopkins team. And uh, I felt we got away from what we coach our guys to do and the habits that we enforce every single day. So that game was just an opportunity for us to uh, play against an opponent and and to, you know, really turn the page on developing and, and showing the habits that we worked on every single day. You know, I'd be lying to you if I said our guys don't get a little more excited to play those kinds of games, you know, because I have a roster right now of guys that are, Played at the Division II level or had Division II offers, uh, but decided to to come to our place because of the big-time environment, um, the national op- opportunity you have to play, and then our great academics. Um, but overall, man, I, I think just our approach to that game was we treated it no differently. Guys just played very, very well and emphasized a lot of things and habits that we talked about. And then, you know, last thing, B, is uh, th- those types of games are bigger than us. You know, you're representing – not just Division Three basketball community, but Division Two and NAIA. It's great for recruiting, and I think it really just shows, you know, because I think I saw the other day. Um, don't know. I think it might have been Concordia beating UTSA. I might be wrong, but I think it just shows, um, you know, student athletes that levels really don't matter. College basketball is college basketball, and there's really good basketball at all levels. So we're very fortunate to be able to represent uh, something bigger than ourselves. And,
0: that game. Absolutely. I, I like to say it as like no one is safe. It don't matter what level you're at, doesn't matter who you're playing against on any given night, you can get beat. Uh no one is safe. So yeah, I think it was Concordia Division Three as well. They beat Incarnate Word, and then Texas sure. And Commerce, who is a division two, currently beat UTSA. Um gotcha. there's been a number of them that's happened since the start of the year, and it's always exciting to kind of be refreshed of that in the beginning of the year. It's like Oh, wait a minute. There's other levels of college basketball, too. Uh, so talk a little bit about you said you had another Division one victory. Do those mean something different to the university? Does the attention that comes to it does the recognition for the players? What does it mean at a Division three school university to beat a Division one more than once? You've done it more than once now. What is that experience like for the university as a whole and for the program?
1: Well, it's huge because. I think it gives an education to our level of basketball. You know, we are non-scholarship level, but what I love about this level and what brought me back from being a Division One assistant to now to being Division Three head coach is, uh, you know, our, our student athletes truly have a love for the game. Uh, there, there's no bribing them or anything to be in the gym. They're in there because they love it. And uh, that makes me excited every single day to get in there and coach them. But really, what those wins do for us is they're great for recruiting. It's an education. Um, it's an educational opportunity to really teach recruits, high school coaches, and, and even just people that might not know much about our level of basketball how good it is. Um, you know, we had a guy that finished one of my best players finished with 25 uh, points to win that to win that game, uh, and I think he's good enough to continue after his career this year and keep playing. Um, after, you know, college is done. He's a very good player. But I, but I think, it's, I think that, again, again, it's just it's another, just another opportunity, opportunity for us to uh, educate and, and just reveal how good basketball is here. Uh, our university was really excited about it, and all of our sports teams compete nationally, but they were very excited to just see um, competing against a Division I team, you know, our our, our institution coming up on top.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then um, there's got to be some excitement, too, just around the way social media is now. Obviously, being able to do interviews like this, but just from how it was able to kind of have its own viral moment, if you will, to be able to have your name and your school's name just kind of go across the timeline and be kind of a trending topic. uh, Is that something that the school really appreciates and celebrates or is that just kind of like? not really as big of a deal as maybe it seems like on the outside, because most people don't even know what the school is. Don't know if you're not a Division three coach or someone in that space, you don't necessarily know about your university. So does that do a lot for the university uh, from a bigger standpoint?
1: I know for us, um, you know, we compete nationally in all sports. I think we were the only NCAA school, Division one, two, three II, III, uh, that won two national championships last year. So we won it in baseball. And we won it in, uh, in women's across. We would have won three, but uh, our men's team, you know, came up short. So we we had the opportunity to win three. Uh, our men's across team, they he's he's won twelve national championships. Wow. Uh, field hockey's won four. Women's across has won four or five. Baseball, as I repeated, won one. So honestly, Brian, I, I think I'm just at a place where uh, we we really been able to win the big one. I think we've done it 23 times as a department. So I've worked other places where uh, because that's not as common, a win like this is huge for for everybody. Uh, Here we we just have multiple sports that that compete and win national championships. So they are celebrated. It's a pat on the back. But as I told our guys last night, uh, we played a game that came up short. You know, you come here to compete for national championships and, and you compete. You come here to play the best teams, you know, that, that we can play. And uh that win was great, but, you know, we, we are striving, and that's kind of what we represent here is, is championships. Right. So I'm fortunate of that, but sometimes there is a little bit uh,
0: bigger picture that comes with that.
1: You know, Absolutely. I'm, I'm striving for that.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about the program. Talk about the program in general for those that don't know. Uh Let's talk about kind of the ins and outs of that, and then let's talk about this particular team. So program first. In general, what is the program? What's the culture like? What is the program about? And then uh, talk a little bit about this year's team.
1: Yeah, so going into my third year, really full second year, you know, COVID, we we got to play seven seven games, exhibition games. Uh, but really what our culture is right now is this player-led. Uh, I'm not just saying this, and I am biased when I say this. Um, you know, I, I coach some incredible young men. That are, that are just great to be around every single day. They love each other. They come in every day wanting to be coached. Um, we have a sign in our locker room that says it's amazing uh, how good a team can be when no one cares who gets the credit. And, you know, we're right now at a point where we have national nationally we have very good talent to compete, you know, at a high level. But we're just in the process right now where we're learning what it takes to win. You know, as I said a little bit earlier, uh, we lost a tough one to on, on a buzzer beater last night. And, and my message to the guys was we needed that because we're going to win those games going forward. But that game last night, you know, is something we have to learn from winning place. Uh, but that's, that's really what our program's about. You know, our institution is about 30 minutes from the beach, ocean city, Maryland. Uh, we're located on the Eastern shore of Maryland. So it, it's a beautiful location and, um, uh, you know, right now I'm just excited of the direction that our program's going. As I lead, I, I know that I need to continue to be patient, continue to coach them, continue to love them, and continue to, to uh, plant those messages that um, over, over a period of time that harvest will, will come. But I'm very excited about the direction of our program right now. And it starts with the people. You know, we, we, we win with people, we lose with people. I got a great staff. Um, you know, phenomenal staff of people that pour into me every day, sharpen me in my areas where I'm weak. And uh, every single day we just have a, a mantra here, and I actually wear it on my wrist. Uh, but we want to win each day, uh, and, and we replace that I with the one because nothing's more important than that, that one. You know, getting one more rep, uh, doing, doing one more thing, you know, to make someone else's day better, doing one thing to uh, make a teammate better, and then doing one thing to, uh, you know, help yourself and help our team get better. And that's what we're focused on every single day. We, we love the process.
0: I, I love that you shout out your staff. Tell us real quick about your staff uh, and who is who is your staff compiled up. Tell us a little bit about them, and then we'll get you one last question or two and let you go.
1: Yeah, so it, it consists of um, Caitlin Benedict, uh, Sean Tucker, uh, Bobby Bates, Tim Velasco, um, you know, Caitlin has is, is been a phenomenal addition to our program. Uh, she is one of, I think, four now, maybe five. I might be a little off on this, um, you know, females coaching at the men's level, men's collegiate basketball level. Um, and, and she is not just a, a person that's, uh, you know, coordinating our flights or our meals. Uh, she, is a, she is a phenomenal coach. She's learning every day. She's on the floor. She's a sponge. Uh, so we love having her. Um, you know, Sean Tucker brings us great experience, great energy. And something I've loved about, you know, having him is he gives us an opportunity to be more involved in this, this great community that we have here. Um, and he's a product of this community. He has passion about it. So love having him. Uh, Bobby Bates is my longest tenure uh, assistant. So he just brings back great experience. You know, played here as well. So he really loves the program. And then Tim Velasco is, uh, you know, just a guy who really I I kind of talk to a lot behind the scenes. You know, I, I call him my – I vent to him a lot. Uh, you know, and he, he just really is good at being able to give me advice and keeping my head on straight and focusing on the bigger picture. Uh, but, again, I'm, I'm nothing without those those pieces, and, and they, they do a really good job of, of helping us get to where we try to get to every day. You know?
0: Yeah, talk last, Coach. Tell us about you as a coach, um, not only as a coach, but a family man. Uh, then tell us what is your coaching style? What's kind of your approach as you lead a program? I've said it before. I've been on a lot of different Zooms and different interviews with coaches. Uh, I believe your approach, you've been Division One, of course, but I believe your approach, your attention to detail, your uh, culture, the things that you're about is very much uh, of the level of a Division One coach. So, tell people about you as a division, I mean, as a coach, period, as a head coach, what does that entail? Who are you uh, as a coach before we let you go? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, great question, Brian. For, for me, man, it's, I, I understand that this is bigger than me and every single day I, I get to, to sit in this seat, you know, it's an opportunity to truly glorify glorify the Lord and, uh, you know, I, I do that every single day by just trying to love the players that are around me and, and have a deep appreciation of where I coach. Um, you know, I'm truly planted on where I am, and uh, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Lord, uh, the Lord's hand in my life. So, you know, that's that's really who I am and what I represent. Um, you know, coaching at a public institution, obviously, you're not able to, you know, maybe push those messages outward as possible, but everything our culture is about um, is built, you know, in some ways in those biblical principles. You know, I know one we talked about yesterday is just the the, the seed and, and the harvest, you know, like guys, we're gonna reap a harvest of the seeds that we're planting today, you know, so let's continue to make sure that we're being positive. Let's continue to keep making sure that we're loving each other and, uh, you know, and understanding that this is bigger than ourselves. But every single day, Uh, you know, Brian, I I attack this seat as an opportunity to serve others, to love others, and understanding that this is bigger than me. And, um, you know, I'm just in awe that that the Lord is using me in this stage of my life at this institution and with these individuals. And then as far as family, Brian, um, you know, I always say we we have a a little girl at home. She's she's two. And I I always say uh, she never wanted a coach to be her dad she wanted to be a dad that's also a coach so when i'm home i'm truly present when i'm home i, I push those things to the side to make sure that she gets the attention that's that's needed and uh and, and my wife and i are loving her then i have a phenomenal wife who um not only just understands what i what i do but she's in the trenches with what i do uh in fact i came home last night with the game uh not going my way the the whole time just her encouragement talking about talking me through it and, uh, you know, just giving me those reminders that I needed to hear, were were just so, so timely and awesome and what I needed. So again, man, I appreciate the compliment again, the the Lord really gets the credit in my life and and every single day I just try to attack it with an enthusiasm to uh, to love, love these players, uh, love the staff, love the institution and want to serve others.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I'm obviously a big fan um, supporting you from afar. Congratulations on the huge win. Do you have any funny story you can share with us inside the program, inside your household, the family with being a dad? Uh, we like we like to try to end with a funny story before we let you go. I didn't prep you on that, but if you got one for you, <laughs> you got one for us. Let, let us have it. Funny story. huh? Yeah. Funny story. Anything you got is entertaining, funny funny moment even if it's not a full story just a funny moment uh within the program your coaching career um or even at home as a father we we, we like to add to the little comic relief at the end
1: mm, mm. there's a lot of ways i can go with this, this <laughs> uh, but I, I got i got one for you you can appreciate this yep. being a dad and, and having young kids but uh when i first my first year here, we just had my my daughter. She was like months old. I can't even remember. Um, but obviously, you know those months, you're not sleeping much at all.
0: Not at all. And
1: uh, I was on zombie mode where there were times. I, I think I passed out in my office, and and uh, you know our our custodial staff comes in and they're like, "Oh my gosh, coach, I'm sorry." And I'm like, "No, you're good. I just passed out in here, didn't?" Know. <laughs> uh, but a, but a funny story is. Uh, I think I was watching my daughter and I went straight to practice and that night I didn't sleep much. And uh, we were doing a segment of practice where the guys come to, to me and then, you know, we will play offense, go to defense and we'll play offense. We call it ODO. And, uh, I'm, I'm drawing on the board, Brian, and I'm drawing and I, I don't remember what I'm drawing. Like <laughs> I, I, that, I just zoned out. Right. right. And, and, uh, after I get done, I'm like break. And the guys are like, coach, you got like three fours on the court. Like, you know, we're going, you're the one, you're the two, you're the three, you're the four, you're the five. I got like three fours on the court. Right. And, and they're like, coach, so who, who is who? Like you have a four over here. You have four over here. You have four over here. So I played it off. Like I was trying to get you to understand
0: (laughs) that, to pay attention
1: attention. i I, I knew that i did that i'm trying to get you to pay attention where in my head i was like wow that was that was really bad
0: right
1: (laughs) so yeah man i was i was just exhausted another really good one before we close. it was my birthday yesterday and uh, thank you man And, and my uh my daughter loves to tell me or loves birthdays so you know she kept saying like happy birthday happy birthday and we pull the cake out and she's trying to blow the candles out like it's her birthday but it's my birthday <laughs> so i like have a scooter chair over and she she was like "Look at no no like let me blow the candles so i i pretended like i let her blow them out but really i i blow them out That's and amazing. uh it, it was it was a funny and cute moment i love it. I love the, it. Those are my those are my funny censored stories. I I don't want to give you the
0: yeah. The, that's the just, that's, just, that's usually how it goes. People usually have to take a longer time to think because there's a certain <laughs> ele- there's a certain element. But congratulations again on the win. I know it's not the yeah. only win that you're collecting all year, but it was a major win for the program. Uh, continued success for you and the staff and the program. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time today, man.
1: And can I add something before you close? <laughs> yeah, what yeah, you got? It. All right, man. I just want to shout you out uh, for what you're doing here, man. Like, seriously. I know you and I have never, like, visually, like, in person met, like, before. Yeah. But, like, man, you talk about somebody who, I mean, our first phone call, I'm not sure if you remember it, but I know I did.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Just being blessed with just how vulnerable you were just sharing your journey. And I think as I see you move into this direction of your career, like, it's really cool to see, man. Like you're you're being a blessing to a lot of people, and uh, it just means a lot that that you you encourage and want to have on here because it, it's awesome to to be a part of, man. So yeah. I just wanted to shout you out on that because you're doing some really special things, man. It's cool to see what you're doing because um, I know it's different from coaching, but I, I know that energy. From coaching is not going away from me, so I just wanted to shout nah, you. No,
0: nah, I appreciate that greatly, man. God has been really good and been really blessed, and want to keep shining light on more programs like yours and keep giving back to the game, man. So we appreciate uh, appreciate the love. Thank you for the kind words, and obviously, you know how much I value your friendship. Glad for you to keep doing the great things you're doing, man. And uh coaches need encouragement too, man. So keep going. It's a, it's a tough profession.
1: Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be
0: sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.